Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Long Just to see me go for that incredible goal that Harry Kane scored when he scored from the corner flag. Yeah, it was incredible. That was an amazing moment, but the 5 1 when Adebayo. Yeah. Literally, I have no idea what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> like, not a clue. But really? well, as ready as you can be. Sweeten it, sweeten it. One. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Long Ball Street Podcast. Today I'm joined by Rory, and we've done a really interesting thing today, right? Because um, he doesn't know what we're talking about, and I I know exactly what we're talking about, and we're going to see how well he copes under pressure. Yeah, so he has no idea. I no. assumed I assumed that at some point we've been sitting here for twenty minutes. I assumed at some point you'd give me a bit of a a bit of a guide as to what we were going to be discussing, but really? you didn't, and then you just went, "Hello, we're live." Like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> this is what it's all about, isn't it? You keep on your toes. You, you class yourself as some sort of top-notch bull... Like broadcaster on the YouTube. What? You look it around the office, going, "You lot ain't nothing." Where I was over at TFR, we'd have shit done by twelve o'clock. Yeah, they would have that done. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, but it was that was the pro. All I do is tell you how it, how it works elsewhere. I'm not taking any credit for it. I uh, you don't don't give me that shit now. You've been blowing it around like you're big, big bollocks for weeks. Now here's your challenge. Here's the litmus test. Okay, this is terrifying. <laughs> do you been watching? You watching the football? Are you watching the football this week? I've been watching. Yes, some. I'd have had, it'd have been great to have a vague idea. I could have like. Oh, no, I'm telling you now. Do you want to see? Actually, before we do that, um, for those watching on YouTube, please leave your comments uh, in in the YouTube channels. Um, we're going to be answering your questions and whatnot as we go through it. Uh, and also, uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, remember you can always come over to us uh, on YouTube and get involved in the com- <laughs> the, uh, the communications. We are live, aren't we? This is madness. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is complete madness. <laughs> They're rearranging the cameras and that now. <laughs> Why did we start? This good. Crazy decision. I'm coming out all hot. <laughs> uh, and also, I can't see the stream. Stop, don't worry. All right, I got you. I you watching. Lovely, jubbly. You do your bit. All right. <laughs> it's fair. Mate, Sweden. Sweden, out Italy, huge out of the uh, out of the World Cup for the first time in something like sixty years. There will be no Italian team at the World Cup. As an England fan, how does that make you feel? I've got a few opinions on this. As as an England fan, it makes me feel good 
because I, you know, I'm clinging to the dream that on some level there's some hope that England could do something. You have zero. I, you, no, you have no faith in Southgate at all. We no zero, absolutely zero. I think it's a travesty that he ever got the job, and I have no faith. However, I'm also a deluded England fan who, when it comes to this time or you know next summer, I'll be going, oh, this time more than any other time. Oh, you know, he's had a great season at Loftus Cheek. There's a chance, and you know, I know that it's nonsense, but. I do conform to that stereotype of believing when it comes around. Yeah. I but mean, under Southgate, I mean, it's, it really is clutching at straws. I mean, the game against Germany, it looks all right. It looks exciting. To yeah, oh, Flav, it's irrelevant. I remember going, like, one Easter, I went to Berlin for an England-Germany game. England won the game 3-2. We yes. Then, we, then went to, we then went to the tournament and got knocked out by Iceland on a Monday night. It's irrelevant what you do in a friendly. Well, it swings and roundabouts, I think. Lots of cliches, yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, it's a game of two halves, and yeah, exactly. Well, it's not; it's two games, ninety minutes. Not really making sense. Uh, yeah, but was you shocked to see it? I mean, Italy absolutely peppered Sweden throughout the game. But it's one of the things where you know the team on top. It doesn't necessarily you take away from it that they're not the best performing team in that game. They had seventy five percent of possession. They had. 26 attempts on goal. And Sweden would happily concede possession. Sweden don't care about who has the ball. They care about whether Italy scores. So giving somebody possession isn't a hallmark of anything. And I think that Sweden would have been quite happy for Italy to have the ball in the positions that they had it in Mm. for the vast majority of the time. Uh, But no, I think this one's been a long time coming. I I can remember when I was in Brazil in 2014, England and Italy were in the same group. And it really did feel like... Who's going to go through alongside Italy? Yeah. And it was, was it going to be England or Uruguay? Mm. And it turned out that England and Italy both dropped out of that group. Costa Rica and Uruguay <laughs> went through. Um, and that was a bad Italy team. It was an Italy team that beat England, but it was a bad Italy team. Did it say something about Conte's ability as a manager yeah, absolutely. To, to do what he did with Italy in the last Euros? Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that, it's something that Antonio Conte is incredible for. It's taking average players, good to average players, and, but making them... World, world class, and I think degree, I think yeah. he I think he did that with Italy because they they had so, it's very rare that I can even remember things like this, but this just highlights quite how unfair I felt it was at the time. Italy had an appalling path to what would have been the final had they made it. Mm. They finished, I think they finished top of their group, and they ended up playing Spain and then Germany. Is that right? Like it was it was really bad. You know, England finished second in their group and got Iceland. Yeah. Um, so the fact that I think Italy actually knocked Spain out, they beat Spain, didn't they? They beat Spain 2-0. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think you could make a case for Italy being one of the most exciting, interesting teams of that tournament. Well, just the way they countered, they had three at the back, they countered brilliantly. They, they had Giacarini up front, a bloke who couldn't get in the Sunderland team. That's right. And yeah, they did very well. And it's, it's what Antonio Conte is excellent at. It's, it's creating a team that you know, breeze past for some of their parts. Yeah. He, he, did, he did very well there. And it's exactly what he did with Chelsea last season when we won the Premier League. Yeah. Won the Premier League with players that probably didn't expect to end their career, some players that didn't expect to end their careers with a Premier League medal. Did you see De Rossi? Uh, yeah, he's furious. He refused to warm up. Um, and, he's, and he's saying, apparently, he said, we need to fucking win, don't we? Uh, so if we, need, if we need to win, we need to put a striker on. Um, what? It's not his role as a player, to say, fuck you, I'm not warming up. Your role is to do as your, your, do as your manager tells you, surely? Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. I think sometimes sometimes a player, particularly of De Rossi's standing, mm. he can make a... He has enough understanding of the game and has played in enough high, high-pressured environments to be able to make a case for what goes on. But yes, he should respect the manager and the manager's decision should be final. But in that situation, 
you're chasing a goal. Everybody in the stadium thinks you need to put a striker on. Everybody. But isn't that like... Yeah, because not everyone has the capability to manage an international football team. And perhaps he had another plan. Like De Rossi yes. comes in, enables other people to free yes, up and change in formation. But he's completely undermined by his play, uh, you know, senior player. Which This has been going on for a while, though. Yeah. I, I mean, it, that moment will, is one that makes, you know, will make the, sh- the show real. But this Italian manager has been you know, being derided for a long time and people have been asking questions about him. And I think sometimes when you're, you're desperate for a goal... Don't overthink it. Just put a striker on. And De Rossi obviously thought it. I think his opinion's valid. Should he have displayed his anger like that? Probably not. Do you understand why he did? Absolutely. Yeah. I, th- I, th- I, think, it's, I think it's a shame. I think it's good for England because I think England probably would lose to both Italy and Sweden. But it's good for, it's good for England because if they're going to beat one of them, they're more likely to beat Sweden. It's good for the tournament because the Swedes travel in huge number. Yeah. So it'll be, a, you know, it's great to see that. You know, they'll have loads of fans there all decked out in yellow. It'll be good for the atmosphere of the of the uh, tournament yeah. but yeah I think when the Azuri aren't there it's a shame I don't care really I'm glad I know I know yeah, you said it earlier not, not, bother. not bothered about you've got no romantic feelings towards Italy at all none not at all I mean my mate a mate of mine he might be watching his buddy I remember when he was celebrating England's uh, Italy's win against England with like and this isn't me being kind of stereotypical what won the 2012 when they beat us on when yeah. they beat us on penalties uh, Perlo chipped one down the middle didn't no, it was the one, when, one just recently when in, uh, in, in Brazil scored. yeah 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 was it? I don't know. When yeah. Ballard, yeah, it must have been. And he's eating pizza and pasta <coughs> and like going like that. And like he was born in England. And for me, I you know he didn't need to do that. Yeah, Unnec- unnecessary. <laughs> <coughs> so from that point, I've always hated Italy. It was his from fault. His fault. <laughs> yeah, it was his fault. Um, the Ventura refusing to go. Just saying, I ain't leaving. Yeah. He just sacked me. Yeah, I want he's my doing money. A, he's doing a Roy Hodgson. Like, how did Roy Hodgson have the audacity to stay in his job? after what happened in Brazil. It was a new low for English football there. We were knocked out after two games. We didn't have to bother playing our third game. Roy Hodgson led us into another tournament. The man with no shame. You're, you're bitter about that, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you travelled out there, didn't He's, you? I did. I saved, up for, I saved up for two years and it was over after two games. Um, but yeah, it's terrible. He should walk. He should hang his head in shame, apologise to the nation and leave. Mm. And I think it's appalling that he didn't. And I think a few of that team should do the same. From what I saw of the game, had I known this was was going to be a topic. I would have like studied it slightly more, but from my understanding, I think that Immobile yeah. should hang his hang well, his head in shame. Well, he's had an incredible season, but he didn't do it. Didn't do it for it. I know you've got. I mean, it's irrelevant, though, isn't it? Yeah. You have to do it when you have to do it when you have to do it. It's like yeah. turning up. The biggest players turn up when it's most necessary. I mean, it's it's a shame for them in some respects because Chiellini's gone. You know, I think he's one of the one of the greatest. Yeah, I mean, certainly I mean, in the modern era, he's yeah. absolutely superb. Uh, you've got De Rossi's gone, obviously. So there needs to be a massive rebuilding thing, you know, project in um, in Italy. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, ultimately, you've got to bring new players through. They had success, relatively success uh, in the youth levels. You know, they got yeah, beat yeah, against yeah. England um, and they reached the semi-finals in another youth tournament very recently, I think the under-17s. So there are, uh, there is obviously some quality coming through there, but... We'll see. See, not- Flav, had you told me what was going on here, I might have had something to say to this, but this is just a monologue for I me, because I have no idea. You've, you've made that point a couple of times. I don't know what, what you want a couple to say. More time. <laughs> I'll tell you something you can talk about, uh, actually, before that. Sweden have seen their way past France, Netherlands, and now Italy to qualify. Yes. Incredible, isn't it? Yes. It's very impressive. Done very well. Zlatan tweeted after the game... I saw this. We are Sweden. If I've understood the point correctly here, and there's no guarantee that I have... Yeah. 
he's making it all about him, right? Yeah, of course. He That's is. the the point is he's putting his Zed in Sweden because but, there's a Zed are you in sure? Zlatan. How do you say Sweden in Swedish? Come on, mate! Yeah, Don't be so naive. Is it is it just for Zlatan? Yeah. That's why he's done it. I mean, you, you know, he can't. All of the questions afterwards in the press conferences were about Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Does this mean that he's coming back? He hasn't played for Sweden for 18 months. He's had absolutely no role in qualifying. And I get celebrating, I get it. Like, celebrate with your country. Well done, Sweden. But don't make it all about you. Don't make yeah. it about yourself. And this is, the problem. this is my problem with him. Incredible footballer. He's done, it, done incredible things. He's literally done it all. But he can't see past his own ego. You know, it's five years to the day. That, do you remember when he scored a bicycle kick against Joe Hart from outside the box? Yeah, yeah. That was today. This is the anniversary of that, five years. Brilliant. So another, there, you there you go. You had there that you as go. well. See, so it's not like he's, he's had enough accolades in his life. Yeah, I, look... I think that Ibrahimovic has a propensity to make things all about him. I think that he also possibly has the right to do that when you've achieved as much as he has. Yeah. And the question is, I mean, and it is a question on everybody's lips, do they take him? Do you sacrifice a winning team, a team that has done very well to be there, knocked out some of the best, as you pointed out, do you sacrifice somebody from that squad to allow your, your megastar to come into the side? No. Absolutely not. So you think football should be solely a meritocracy? I just think they're not going to win it. I might as well go out with your own dignity instead of bending over this ego merchant. I, th- I don't know. I sometimes think that you'd be mad to have a player like that at your disposal, assuming that he recovers from his injury. And you mm. know, Let's pretend that he starts playing for Manchester United in January, scores nine goals between January and the end, nine league goals between January and the end of the season, and Manchester United win the league due to a goal that he's scored. Yeah. Can you leave him out then? Yes. Based on the what, skill what, that the team has shown. What, 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 even with him, what are they going to do? They're probably not going to win it, but I think that the country will go into the tournament thinking that they can win it. And <clears> if they are going to have any hope, they have to have the best players available. I think it's, it's, I mean, it's very unlikely they'll get back in. The manager's properly pissed off about it. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's, he's brilliant. Really? Yeah, he ain't happy. Okay. Well, essentially, because this amazing thing that Sweden's done, knocking Italy out. Um, you know, is overshadowed by the fact that this guy did a one three-word tweet, and that's how <coughs> that's, that's how much of an influence he is over football fans. You know, he's done one tweet, and it all becomes about him and the media because they understand that's the story, not Sweden going through to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah fuck that. Shit. I think if he's available, though, I'm probably in the minority here. But if if he's available, you pick him. Yeah, but that's you all over in it. You're like that. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> it means. It's, it means it, 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 I, I got the dig I got that it was a dig I just didn't quite understand the dig tell me because it's all about success for you isn't it it's not about the glory about how you achieve it it's no it is about, about winning yeah it's about winning it's about going as far as you can in every game you play yeah well that's how me and you differ I'm, a, I'm about glorious failure <laughs> um, <clears throat> Francis Kone has, has been um, awarded the FIFA Fair Play Award for saving four players from choking on their tongues by sticking his finger in their mouths and, and, and pulling the tongue out so the airway becomes clear. Like, how has that happened four times? I've never seen it once in my life. And he's had it happen four times. What, four times in the same match? Like in, no, no, in a row? No, in like his, one collision in resulted career. in four men? In his career. Okay. Uh, What's the greatest thing you've ever it? done on the pitch or off it? <laughs> What's the kindest thing you've ever the, done, bro? The kindest thing I've ever done? <laughs> I don't know. I've got, I've got a cat that I rescued from my neighbour who was treating it very badly. And oh. I, still, I still own the cat. And did, was there any fallout between you and the neighbour? No, the cat, it was, it was terrible, actually. It was a neighbour who... I mean, there's no be... way, there's no way that he'll be watching this, I imagine. How many, how many people are watching? 109. Oh, man, that's quite a lot. 143. 143. That's not bad, Come on, oh, boys. I don't know if I can tell this story. Okay, there was this hypothetical cat once, right, that um, 
No, my my neighbour had oh. a and just dropped off. <laughs> <laughs> no, my neighbour had a cat, and then, like, the cat was lovely. They then got a dog, and the cat went a bit nuts. It started losing its hair and that, and just living outside. Yeah. So I just took the cat to make it my own, yeah. and, like, groom it and get it back to normal and make it happy again. Mm. And the woman just thought her cat had, like, gone. She didn't know, but she didn't treat it properly because she brought the dog into the house, freaked the cat out. I felt terribly sorry for the cat. The cat moved out. Yeah. That's probably one of the... I'm always very good to animals. I don't really have a, a story on the pitch. No, I have absolutely nothing I've ever done of good on the pitch, either playing the game or, or in a more worthy I've sense. I've seen you do some decent things on the YouTube. Sco- scored a chip against Copper 90. Can yeah. I have that? Uh, yeah, go and watch that. You can, how do you find that? Oh, my Instagram account. It, which is? Chelsea Rory. Chelsea Rory. It's my name and it's a team I support combined. <laughs> Actual name. Um, you're like this. Lost the cheeks, father. He says Jose Mourinho held him back. He should have been playing. <coughs> Everyone behind the scenes was asking, "Why isn't he playing?" If Ruben was playing for Mauricio Pochettino, he'd have played ninety games by now. It's true. It's, com- it? it's completely true. Do you rate him? Do you rate Lost the Sheep? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he has a dazzling career ahead of him, and I think that he's when he played in in his youth level, like when he was playing, it was men against boys. He was so he's good. Union. He was so. But yeah, it was. You know, he's, I mean, men against boys in a. a Partly oh, in the sight, the fact that he's yeah. big, but also just in the way that he plays the game. He's, his understanding of the game is so much deeper than anyone he's playing with, and it's it's absolutely true. You know, I heard a, I heard a story to this effect actually, which I think would demonstrate this point. Mm. When Chelsea, when when everybody was talking about Deli Ali and this, this this lad who had such a big future, yeah. so exciting, everybody was talking about Deli Ali. Chelsea had the opportunity to get hold of him. Everyone says that, right? Chelsea, but, but it's it's a terrible it's right. a terrible indictment on the way that Chelsea go about sort of the, their youth setup. So Chelsea had an opportunity to get hold of him and declined. I said, we don't need him. We've got a player that's better than him already. Mm. We've got Lewis Baker. What? Right. The, well, the truth is, though, Flav, Lewis Baker may well be better than Deli Ali, but we'll never know because he's never been given the opportunity. Well, what's he doing? What is he doing? Lewis Baker's at Vitesse, I think. Really? Yeah. He's yeah. at Vitesse. But, he, but what I mean this is... This is a product of what your system, which you, in your past, have defended, you know, in terms of stockpiling these young players and never I don't defend it. Team. I don't defend it for, for my feelings on it. I defend it because of the point that it's... What it's supposed money to making. do. The point of our youth system, it does exactly what it's meant to do. Mm. It makes lots of money for the club, and that's the point of it. Does it frustrate you, though? Yeah, absolutely. It likes so much. As a, as a, I'm sure that you, well, you'd certainly be able to empathise with this, but I imagine everybody watching, the disparity between football fans and football players is growing to such a level. It has been for years. Terribly so. Like, but when I was a kid, I used to go to Harlington and like, I'd kick the balls back. Gianfranco Zola, like, one of the best strikers in the world at the time. Like, yeah. you know, not... Oh, well, you know, who can I compare him to now? It's like, it's not the Messi Ronaldo, but it's not far off the Neymar's. He was like the main man. He was quality. Scoring goals that, for Italy that were beating England. He was mm. incredible. He, he'd take free kicks and I'd kick the ball back to him as a kid. You'd go down there, watch him train, kick the ball back to him. There'd be a, a five side game going on. Dennis Wise would slide tackle Gavin Peacock. The ball would go out. I'd run and get it and give it back. What an empathy that I can have as a as a fan. Mm. Those days are so dead, mm. right? It's, you can't get anywhere near the players now. You can't get near Cobham. It's awful. But it's the, the the thing that can make the the thing that can bridge that gap is a player that comes through the youth system who clearly has the fibres of whatever club you support yeah. within them. Yeah. So a Harry Winks, yeah. a Ruben Loftus Cheek, a Nathaniel Chaloba, desperate for them to do well, and they understand because. They're, they're us. Yeah. Like, Harry Winks is you. Yeah. He's just better at football than you. Yeah. And Ruben Loftus-Cheek's me. He's just 
better at football and better looking. Yeah. But they're people that I can empathise with completely, and it's a shame that they're not groomed more and, and put into the put, given the opportunity because Lewis Baker is apparently, or when they were seventeen, is apparent was apparently better than Deli Ali. Mm. It's so much about your environment and having the right. But who knows? Who in you, and Mourinho, I mean, Mourinho shirks this one now massively. But Mourinho absolutely curbed his development. Mm. You know, he didn't allow him to. He didn't allow him to to have any opportunity. And another man who I hold massively responsible is Gus Hiddink. Gus Hiddink took over at Chelsea when it all went wrong in that year, that 2015. Gus Hiddink took over. We were never going to make the Champions League places. We our season was over in January. So for the first time in about 20 years, Chelsea had from January to the end of the season where we had an opportunity to experiment yeah. we had one game that meant anything and it was against Paris Saint-Germain and we got battered and then we had one more game in the FA Cup against Everton and we got battered mm. so we played two games between January and May that meant anything the rest of the games could have been training exercises let's give these lads a chance Gus yeah. Hiddink Gus Hiddink just played all the first team all the old guard yeah. every game it meant nothing but he's, he, why he, not he play so- Charlie Colkett that day we went to Villa. We went away to Villa. Up front, he's played Pato and whoever else. What are you doing? Mm. Let's just see if Tammy Abraham, this kid that we've heard so much about, just put him in and play him up front. Give him an Game means nothing. We lose 4-0, it means nothing. Mm. I mean, I would say that his reputation as a coach, interim coach, might have been affected somewhat by having a failing Chelsea team, even if it was experimenting. So he, loved he loved draws. He loved draws. He just didn't want to lose. Because we went on a bit of a run under him when we didn't lose him, a game. does it? If he if he starts experimenting, it doesn't help him, and no. that's ultimately it's about him. No, no, but it 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 would have in the end that year we finished tenth. Mm. So pretend he'd experimented, and we ended up finishing. Say we dropped a few points because of that. Say we ended up finishing fourteenth. Mm. But Ruben Loftus Cheek played twelve games for Chelsea that year, scored four goals, and then started the next season. He'd be the man. He'd be the man who gave license to this incredible kid who's going to have who's going to accrue more than a hundred caps for England. Yeah. But instead of that, he's a bloke who let Pato score at Villa. Who cares? Uh, Arsene Wenger wants an international job after he leaves Arsenal would you have him in England? no not really he's, he's passed it a bit he's not, he's not the right man I'm for saying the job, this is the week of the North London derby no Arsene Wenger, Arsene Wenger is not is not the man for you know I appreciate that he's a very good manager I pre, pre, was a very good manager I appreciate you know we, I'm season unbeaten whatever loads of, loads of cases to say that he was a great manager yeah but you, there's nothing to talk about. In the, how long ago was that? When was the last time they won the league? Oh four. Mm. No, of course oh, not. No, I mean it might. Don't, I think it's thirteen years since they've won it. Fourteen years, mate. That would be oh four. Yeah, right? fine. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> not very good at maths, so just doubling down. Really. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Chelsea were oh five, oh six. Arsenal yeah. were oh four. Yeah. Right. Uh, no, I wouldn't give him. I wouldn't give him a job. I don't think he deserves it. I think that managers should earn their job, and that's why I think that David Moyes' decision is really weird as well. Who does deserve it? And you can have in when, if it ain't Wenger, if Southgate's no good for you. If well, the FA, no good for you. I, I don't necessarily you like agree. Allardyce, when he come in, I, I didn't. I don't like Allardyce. Isn't an inspiring manager, but I think he would have done well. Yeah, I, I think Allardyce would have done very well. I think it's a shame that one didn't go. I mean, we've given so many other people an opportunity longer than they deserve. We've given McLaren ages. We've given. It's so uh, weird. If you look back at our managers, uh, the, the decision making of hiring managers. Well, the FA are obsessed with this English. They got. They thought they got it wrong, didn't they, with Capello and Sven, and have now gone. Sven did actually all right. If you look back, so at did Capello. Yeah, I so had a Capello. horrendous World Cup, didn't he? We got there though. Yeah, we got there winning every single game yeah. as well. Um, PSG must find 80 million in order to remain within the boundaries of financial fair play. So they've done everything they've done. Mbappe, 
Neymar, in order to balance, they've got to find £80 million from player sales. Are you, are you saying that as if there's a chance that this may not happen? Because you, you... No, I'm saying it in saying that everyone, the whole country and the world went mental when they'd done what they'd done in terms of Mbappe and Neymar. And all they need to do from their squad is find £80 million. You know how easily a, a club, which is bankrolled by a country, mm. do you know they fill that void? In You, you are my mate. You, yeah, buy no, no. Bo- you buy a box then, at the Stade de France or whatever it is, yeah. and but even, I charge you even 80 if they minutes. had to balance the books in the real sense, in that they had to yeah, they sell one players. player, yeah, they sell two players, yeah. a couple of they could, like the shit that's happening with Cavani and the form he's in. They sell Cavani and it's yeah. problem solved. Yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no problem. I mean, it was always, it was always a glaring error, and it was one that it was always going to be something that when you think about the amount of resource at the big clubs' disposal, yeah. And it's the equivalent of a it's the equivalent of a bloke in London who earns massive money, works for a huge company, and you got the tax man after him. Yeah. The, the bloke, the tax man, the top man at the HM Revenue would earn seventy five grand. Yeah. The top man who looks after the accounts of one of these big companies, six hundred grand. Yeah. So it's no problem. They balance the books. They got the right men for the job. Like a club like this just puts that to bed. With I guess I'm all, all I'm asking is that. Just people just like just wind it in a little bit. I think I think the outrage on the outrage on it's not something I empathise with. I don't I don't quite you know I'm not I'm not an accountant and I don't really approach football with that in mm. mind. I like watching. I like celebrating goals and knowing how many Sunderland fans are drinking in the Euston Flyer. Far more interested <laughs> in that than yeah. So Marcus Silva has told Everton he's not interested in vacant managerial position. This is the Marco Silva everyone's touting to be the kind of next big thing in English football. He's done well with Hull. He did well. With, he's doing well with, um, with with Watford, given the fact Watford seems this crazy football club. Is he showing the right amount of loyalty yes. to, to Watford, given the fact that Watford sacked their manager at, at the end of every single season? I don't think he's necessarily... They... I mean, I don't know enough about the situation, Flav. Had I, had I not, you know, you get it. Um, but I think what I can say here is I don't know if he's necessarily showing Watford loyalty, although he is. Yeah. If Real Madrid came knocking, I'm sure his head would be turned. He's mm. not showing a loyalty to Watford. But Everton is a much bigger side than Watford. Yeah, incomparable. But hard job to go into. Very hard job. One that he probably doesn't fancy. He's in a, he's in a good job at the moment. And that job, although it's a massive club and like huge amounts of potential... <sighs> It's not the right move it's right not now. Good is it? move. It's not it's, good. Yeah. I, the thing is, that he's stock if he gets Watford into the top eight, which he could well do. Yeah, that he's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, he, suddenly people are talking about him taking over from Wenger and all that, which mm. you know is, is a ship that's ready to sail. Whereas Everton, through dodgy transfer negotiations, I mean, I remember during the summer. I mean, I subscribed to it a little bit, but people were saying how well Everton did during the, the window. They were like, you know. This is this has been a great window, and Everton have been fantastic. They've been moving from day one, and all that. And I and I agreed at the time. You know, people cleverer than me who know more about football told me that was a case, so I went with it. Mm. But now there's a glaring error. Romelu yeah. Lukaku scored, I don't know what, eighty percent of their goal, or was it linked with eighty percent of their goal. Yeah. Say, they didn't replace him. No. Like, what chance have you got? Yeah, if you if you're going to get sell eighty percent of your goals, and you don't bring anyone in to score them. You're, you're in trouble. So I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a move that would appeal to Silver. Finally, Peru's Minister of Labour announces they. <laughs> what are you doing to me? <laughs> Bear with me. Peru's Minister of Labour announces that if Peru qualifies for the World Cup, it will be a national holiday. Okay. 
Great. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. I think that should happen here. Well, I'm just wondering if you think that St George's Day should be a national holiday. St George's Day? <laughs> what? If you qualify on St George's Day? So no, it's like a double... It ain't a national holiday, is it? Should it be? St George... I'm up for as many national holidays as possible. Let's have St Patrick's Day, St Andrew's Day. Let's have them all as... St George's Day, every single patron I'm, saint. You struck, struck me as, like, as a big Chelsea fan that you'd want... You've campaigned in the past for St George's Day. <laughs> It's just <laughs> stop it. Uh, it's just slanderous. <laughs> um, but uh, on that note, anything that involves an, an extra day of work, yeah, is something I'm in favour of. Mm-hmm. So, yes, good, <laughs> amazing, isn't it, Peru? Big fan of the Peruvians. Yeah. Not a big fan. Well, Paddington. <laughs> I saw that film. What about it? He's from there, right? Peru, isn't he? Who? Paddington. Paddington. The Paddington Bear. Paddington Bear. Yeah, he's from he's from Lima. Right. Right. Isn't he? Can someone comment? If people watching this, is yeah. it, are we shouting at this? He's Paddington Bear, Bear from Peru. He is, I know he is. If not, we have to cut this out because I look like a moron. No, I think he might be right from Peru. You know what else is from Peru? Norberto Solano. Yeah, he is. He's from this Peru. This is a great game. Uh, what, else, what else from Peru? Uh, the, uh, the, what are they called? Where you trek up. Machu Picchu. The, what are the guys called? Sherpas? No, they're, they're from the Himalayas. Wow. <sighs> Who guides you up the Machu Picchu? Tourist guides, isn't it? No, um, they're called Sherpas. Do you know guinea pigs are a delicacy in some places in, 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 in New Guinea? <laughs> <laughs> what, guinea? guinea? People eat... No, there's some... There, there's places... They eat Papua New Guinea, they eat humans. So, no, they I'm don't... Joking. The Papua, Papua New Guineans... I told you, one no, what, thing... No, what we're saying... The, the, he is Peruvian. Paddington Bear is Peruvian. There you go. Papua New Guinea, we're saying that there are, you're saying there are cannibalistic tribe, tribes there. Yeah. So they're not everybody from Papua New Guinea. No, but they, it's got like the highest concentration of cannibals. Wow. You know, you can get terrible, terrible illnesses from okay. being a cannibal, like really bad illnesses. Okay. So you mate, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm like... <laughs> it's not good. Not good. All right, it's Is great. this on the running order? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we've digressed. Uh, that's it for the fighting cock. Oh, that's it from the long ball street. I like podcast. it though. You got it in there so that people, if you wanted to find Flav and were wondering where, yeah, it's at the fighting cock. Yeah, come join us on the on the fighting cock. If you're Spurs fans and somehow don't know about my podcast, uh, <laughs> then then you can come over and listen to mine. In the meantime, uh, please keep sharing the love of uh, the long ball street podcast. And if you've only just come to us now, you can watch this back. But more importantly, go and download the podcast and listen to it on your way to work. It's as much fun. Agreed. Rory, thank you for stepping in at the last minute, even though you didn't know you've done but, it. But it you, wasn't the last minute, you, you that's the thing. A, <laughs> I wouldn't have minded if it was the last minute. Play the blinder. Thank you, thank you. This but was a test and you've passed. I'm real, I'm yeah. unreal. Yeah. Well, you're doing something with Adam Boltwood right now, aren't you? I am, I'm doing another podcast. I'm hoping he's still here. <laughs> for what, what, King of the Road? <laughs> for King of the Road. What has he got to do? He's his first time, what's he doing with it? Oh, it's bigger than football, mate. Oh, is it? It's bigger. It's football, so why, everything, why? everything that we do, people like, everything that we do is football based. Yeah. But I try and take it beyond that. So, um, why wasn't I in? Because I work with you. Wait, it's going to happen. Is it? It's going to happen. Well, when Chelsea we'll, play Tottenham, you're in. We'll see about that. Can you stop? Stop. <laughs> All right, see it at the far post. Hit stop. Stop this immediately. Thank you, everyone, for, for watching. Stop it. Come on. <laughs> okay, now. Oh, yes, Adam's running late. <laughs> He's running late, wicked.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.